Hello world, you're tuned into Dance Rhetoric Podcast with Romonica's Jam. I have a special guest today, <laughs> Leslie Williams. How am I going to introduce you, girl? Well, wine. Wine. Because we both love wine. Wine. She is Pinot Noir in my eyes. <laughs> my favorite wine. Full-bodied. Full-bodied. <laughs> it's, it's light, you know, easy on the tongue. Fruity. Fruity. Girl, she knows. See? I love this, but she can complete my sentence about this. Elegant. Uh, I just was learning, I was reading up about Pinot Noir. It has this tannin in it. Yes, that they the put in, yeah, the tannin, it takes like 10 years to develop. And the, see? This is going to be a great interview. Yes. <laughs> Y'all in <are> ready. <laughs> But we met on the behalf of my best friend, Kyla. She told me about you, and I checked you out. And then I met you here in New York, as I'm here in New York. And now we're here at Washington Square Park. Right before you get on up out of here. Right. And this is just going to be perfect. So how are you doing today? I'm going to start with that. Oh, it's a lovely day to be talking about dance. Dance and life. Yeah, dance and life. It's a great day. We're here at Washington Square Park. It's the perfect day to be chilling on a bench, chit-chatting. So I'm feeling good. Yes, I love this. So you were we were chit-chatting before you start. Your your hometown is North Carolina. Yes, Raleigh, North Carolina. Yes. So and you graduated from Juilliard. Mm -hmm. So talk about that transition from going from North Carolina, coming to big city, New York. Obstacles up and down. What did you learn? Uh Yeah. Okay. So. When I was in North Carolina, always kind of felt like the outsider, different, you know, different from the usual people that were in my hometown and my neighborhood. Also, I went to public school um, up until uh, my freshman year of high school. And then after that, I got accepted into the North Carolina School of the Arts in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which is like an hour and a half away from Raleigh. And there I met my tribe of people that were like-minded artists, didn't really care what anybody thought, you know, was very, everybody was very interested in uh, individuality, being themselves, and doing their art, living their life through their art. Um, So I was there studying ballet, um, and uh, they also had a contemporary program too, but I was in the ballet program because I studied ballet basically my whole life and um, I loved it there really taught me a lot but it was also hard too because it was the, this idea of like figuring out what was next um, so I was there studying ballet and our dean was um, trying to integrate the concentration so the contemporary dancers would have to do ballet, point, partnering, and then the ballet students had to do composition, all of the modern techniques, styles. So everybody was mixing in, and I was really enjoying the contemporary stuff, like really enjoying the modern techniques and learning about them and composition. And so I was asked if I wanted to switch from ballet to contemporary, like my junior year. And I was like, no, I'll just stick it out because I had like one more year. And then senior year came around and everyone was trying to figure out what they wanted to do um, next. And I knew I wanted to get an education, but also still do dance. So it seemed like a dance conservatory was the best way to go. 
Um, and what I liked about Juilliard is that you could do both. So you could do modern, contemporary, all the styles I learned, um, and still get a degree. And uh, also be in New York, which is what I was, yeah, which is what I was interested in because uh, in Winston-Salem, Winston-Salem is like very much an artsy town. Um, it's very small, um, but the community of artists is, is quite large. And um, it was interesting because I hadn't experienced anything like that really in Raleigh. So I was um, very invested in like this whole new idea of what it means to be in kind of like a metropolitan area. Even though Winston-Salem is such a small town, they had this downtown area that everybody would go to to hang out, and there were like cafes, art hubs, you know, places to meet people, galleries, and um, I was just like so into that. Also, everyone was very like bohemian. Everyone was kind of like hippie, as you know, whatever. So like I was like <laughs> eating all of that up, and I was like, I want more. So I wanted to move to New York City because... It's a hub of art. Um, so I really uh, didn't think too much about it. I was like, all right, we're going to audition. I auditioned in Miami because um, they don't have a North Carolina audition. <laughs> it's very much only like the big cities. So I had to travel to Miami to audition. And um, I got in and it just it felt right. It, it all felt really right. So, yeah. Um, and then, what was your biggest lesson through that transition about, like, were you spiritually connected at that time? Or, like, what was your... A lot of people listen to their gut. Like, yeah. what was your... What was that? Describe how that felt when you made it. So, so I think my whole life so far has been totally based on instinct. Um, I'm not necessarily a huge planner, although I wish I was. But it's really hard. It's really hard to kind of sit down and be like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this is how I'm going to do it. Because life is so not like that. So really, I mean, I have an idea. I have a goal of something that I'm interested in. Usually, if I see something, like, for instance, if I, my mom, she was like, why don't you audition for Juilliard? And I looked up Juilliard, and I was like, this, this, looks, this looks right. You know, this felt right. And um, New York, it felt right to be here. As soon as I rolled up in the car with all of my shit in the back, you know, like I was just looking at everything and I was just like, this is, this is it, you know, like this makes sense for me because, um, I don't know why it was just a feeling. Uh, and, um, once I actually started dancing and doing stuff at Juilliard, I mean, uh, things started to like, uh, show themselves to me. It wasn't easy, but I'm glad that I had the experience so I don't regret anything. Right. So it's, it's instinct. Growth. And yeah. New York was, a, it sounds like a place of growth for you. Yeah. And then preparing you, because now you're in Martha Graham mm -hmm. Dance Company. Mm -hmm. And elaborate on that. Well, um, Martha Graham happened also kind of out of nowhere. Instinctually kind of just took the job. So um, I was, I had Graham Technique uh, at Juilliard my first and second year with a Graham legend, kind of like Martha Graham's protege, almost. Uh, her name is Therese Capusili. And uh, she was a director, a co-director of the company for a little bit um, after Martha passed. And uh, 
I actually, when I first took her class, I, I knew I, I loved her and I loved her class. She was just so, um, this idea of, of, of the artistry, of the movement, of the technique, of, of the spirituality that's involved in making a... The spirituality that's involved in, in creating a shape you know, because there's floor work and then you stand up and do stuff across the floor, et cetera. But it's not just creating a shape. It's about kind of um, a feeling, an emotion that makes you do that shape. So I, I understood that right away. But my body, my freshman year and second year, was like, no. <laughs> I was like, girl. It was like, no. muscles that you have not No. <laughs> yep. Coming from like a total ballet background, like, I was like, mm, what? You want me to do what with my hips? You want me to do what? There's this move, there's a move called the pretzel. The pretzel. The pretzel. Just picture, just picture. You're sitting on the floor. Yeah, just think about. My head and I, I, yeah, if you're thinking about a pretzel, you're probably thinking the right thing, actually. So, there are things like that. You're just like, huh? I don't, I don't like this. My body doesn't like this. So, it didn't come naturally to me. And I was just like, okay, so Graham, it's another technique that we're doing. Like, we're doing so many other techniques, like Lamone, and, you know, we're doing, like, Paul Taylor and things like that. So, it was just like, you know, just take the class, get the grade. Love Therese, but it wasn't necessarily super important Graham to me at the time. So, you know, my, the rest, like, third year goes by. Fourth year comes around. And so every year we do kind of like our spring rep concert. So we choose different um, pieces of rep from different choreographers. And um, we perform perform the works usually it's 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 a mix of contemporary meets modern it could be two modern works or two contemporary works usually there's a a solid mix though so for this year we're doing uh martha graham's dark meadow which is a piece that's inspired by it's inspired the inspiration comes from native american culture um and there is a sort of like uh, the characters it's like the woman who seeks and the man who summons and then there's another character she of the ground who basically kind of like controls the seasons the earth you know she's she's kind of like the spiritual all-knowing being so that piece I was asked to audition for um, for one of the lead parts And so I got in there and I was like, oh my God, you know, like this is the first time I've actually ever been called in to audition for a lead since I've been here at Juilliard. So this is like really important, you know, so I'm going to try my best here. And uh, I think it went really well. And uh, I got one of the roles. I got She of the Ground, which I was very excited about because the dress is like this long jersey knit tube that you like can barely move your legs in and the and she wears this like beautiful like leaf crown and she carries this like huge um like metal tree and um so it was a very very cool role that I got to do and the process of learning a gram work is incredible 
incredible. It's such a learning experience because not only do you learn about Graham, but you just learn about what it means to be a human, you know, going through the process of seeking and understanding. You know, there's like a, there's a sexual awakening involved. There's like a, this idea of what it means to change through the seasons, you know, like there's a very ritualistic quality to the piece. You know, like the core dancers, they come out and do these special dances and they beat the floor and, you know, there's, there's this rhythmic, rhythmic element. It all ties into like this, this full body, fully fleshed out work. It's like, I think it's like 40 minutes. Long, yeah, it's long. The preparation for yeah. that. Yeah. So the preparation. I mean, we as soon as I got the role, we started very early. Um, the leads started working very early because Graham is not. We're not Graham dancers, you know, but we're doing a Graham piece, so you have to really get invested in in the technique and and uh, what each movement means. Um, so uh, did that. And through it all, I just fell in love with Therese. I fell in love with the process. And um, then the directors of the company came to see us do the work at Juilliard. And uh, at this point, is my senior year, so we're, everybody's kind of auditioning and, and, and giving out their resumes. And sometimes we'll have directors of companies come to watch class. So the directors of the Graham Company came to watch me do Horton. Or they came to watch us do Horton. They came to watch our class. So I gave them my resume, and I was like, hi, you know, I'm Leslie. Nice to meet you, whatever. And they're like, oh, you did uh, She of the Ground in the Dark Meadow piece. I was like, yeah, that was me. She was memorable. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you did a great job. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um, so... They watched me do Horton, and Horton, I live for Horton. I live, Milton Evans, who is, like, an amazing Horton teacher, Ailey, you know, like, I was living my best life. And um, they really saw that. And actually, it's funny, my uh, director at, at Juilliard, she came up to me one day, and she was like, you did really good in that Horton class. I think they really liked you. I'm like, yeah, they yeah, so um, after that, I got invited to the audition for the Graham Company. Uh, yeah. Intuition. Yeah. Inner, yeah, it just all, it's just, it's just, you know, yeah, it's rolling. Um, so, yeah, I went, <laughs> so I was thinking about it, right? So I was like, do I really want to go to, the, do I want to join Graham? Because at this point, I was considering a Broadway career because um, I thought that made the most sense for me for various reasons. And uh, I was like, you know what? Especially, they, I mean, they taught you this at Juilliard. You have to keep your options open because you just never know where you end up. And especially in New York, it's always changing. Like, the industry is changing. And, you know, people aren't just staying in one place for, for you know, however many years, a career. They're moving around. So just keep your options open. So... Uh, since I didn't know any Graham at all, really, <laughs> knew no Graham, I went to the audition workshop that the company has, which is basically like a week-long workshop where you can just basically get like a refresher in Graham. Because I think at the company, they're aware that, you know, unless you study Graham full-time and you're at the school, it's not something that you're, you're that's, that's readily available to learn. Um, so... I went to the workshop just to, like, see what was up. 
I liked, I remembered a few things from my classes of freshman and sophomore year, so I was like, okay, I can, I can maybe do this, this is okay. And then we had the uh, repertoire classes, so the rep that the company does that's contemporary. I was very, very intrigued by because the company is different now. It's not necessarily just Graham works. As of very recently, the company also does contemporary work. And they commission new choreographers to make work. So I was super into what they're doing. They had like Nacho Duato pieces. Like I was like super like about it. Um, and also the Graham work, the Graham rep, learning that was super fun. So I actually realized I had an upper hand by going to this workshop because basically everything that they teach you in the audition, they already taught you in the workshop. So if you went to the workshop, you were prepared. You were prepared. So I got into the audition. It was like a two-day audition, like two full days. It was really hard, actually. Um, and at the end, uh, actually, funny story. So we were doing rep for the Adonis Faniadakis piece, this choreographer that made uh, this piece called Echo. And there's a partnering segment. And the partner that I had to, like, learn it, he could not... He could not handle me. <laughs> oh, no. Like, he was, like, I don't know. So, I, maybe it was, a, he was taller than me, but, like, he was kind of, he was a little scrawny. Like, I don't know. He just could, I have, I have, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of mass. So, strong, y'all. I'm strong. So, I don't know. He couldn't really handle it like that. And so, we were doing this crazy, weird lift that required for me to have, like, my shoulder tied behind my back, and he had to lift me up in that position, and, like, all of my, it was basically dead weight that he was lifting, and so my arm was just, like, twisting and twerking, like, back behind me, and it was so, it was twerking, it was twerking my, and, like, I, it was so painful, and we kept doing it, because we wanted to, like, try and get it right, you know, but every time we went into that, I was in so much pain, I felt like my shoulder was going to rip off, and then finally, I was just, like, I broke down crying in the audition, this was, like, the last thing we had to do. Because I actually felt like my shoulder was being ripped out of its socket. And I was like, oh, you know, crying. And uh, one of the company members was like, okay, you need to stop. And she went and got me from, like, the company fridge, like, a pack of peas because they didn't have no ice. <laughs> and I was just like, I couldn't finish the audition. I was just sitting out there, like, crying with my, like, ice pack. I couldn't finish I was so close. It was so close to the end. So they finished, and then um, they sat me down in the in the room with the director, the panel, the directors, and um, everybody. And I was still crying, basically. And they were like, "We'd like to offer you a contract with the Martha Graham Dance Company." And I was just like, ah! "Like I started, I was already crying, and then I was just crying more." Emotion. That is a beautiful story because yeah. they, I, I'm wondering, like, what did they see? Like, obviously, I know because I've been in your presence. I think a lot of it is too is your presence, and they can see, like, you know, this girl's dedicated. Like, there were other that shows that there's other elements to an audition that you have to have. I guess so. You I know? mean, yeah, Especially, you know, you're gonna get injured sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah. I see why we needed you needed to learn that uh, pretzel move. You're right, right. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many pretzels involved in the company. I had no idea, but now I know. Like, I yeah, know now. yeah, I know now. I bet that was an exhilarating feeling, like yeah. that crying of pain and crying. I 
feel like that's just the obstacles of life. You yeah. have your your terrible days, and yeah. then you, it's just like the rainbow and the sunshine. And exactly, you, because like I was at this point, like I was feeling good about what I had done, but I I hadn't finished, you know, and like. I injured myself, so I was just like, I don't know, like, are they going to still accept me? Are they going to like me? You know, like, does this mean that I'll get a job or not? You know, what does it mean? So I was very, like, I was very nervous, and um, the fact that they still managed to give me a job, which is rare, actually, because at the company, usually they hire you on, like, a as-needed basis, especially when you're first starting out. So I really was lucky in the fact that they offered me a job right on the spot. That doesn't happen. So I just, it was a whole, a culmination of things from coming to Juilliard, working with Therese, doing that grand piece at the end of my senior year, you know, going to the audition workshop, just all these things that kind of led to that moment, just kind of your intuition too yeah. leading you like I feel like if, it, if it's meant for you it's going to be there for right. you it's not going to it's not going right. to go away and that was like a perfect yeah. example yeah it really what happens to you yeah and speaking of pieces I was looking up pieces and my favorite I love watching of you was Divergence of Love Divergence of Angels Div- I mean sorry but basically Divergence of Angels it's about love no it's all about me <laughs> no that piece is all about love so yeah I think that's why because I was like looking up Girls doing research. Oh, yeah. The meaning, like, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was such a beautiful piece. Like, how was how was that experience doing that piece? Um. So that piece, I learned. Uh, so at first, when I first joined the company, I was in the core. I was doing the chorus part, and then my second year, I learned the woman in white, which is the lead, and uh, it was really, really nice doing this role because since I joined the company I was already doing lead parts and things like that but they're all about like strong fierce women you know chronicle I was doing the step sleeve which is like the soulless part and it was all about you know like fighting really hard you know fighting the battle the war you know give it all you got you're so tired (laughs) you like don't know how you're gonna make it so like pushing yourself to the limit that's the idea strong woman and this role is super different because it's all about being like very calm and um, very uh, like almost like a like a stone in a way, but like a stone that has that's in a, a a running stream of water, you know, like purest the purest form of of love. So that's what that's what um, the woman in white represents. So there are three forms of love that are represented in this piece. So there you have the couple in yellow, which is like young love, very youthful, sprite, like spriting with energy. This couple, they do a lot of crazy like gymnastic lifts and stuff. Um, and uh, the woman is wearing bright yellow with their hair out with like a yellow ribbon. And they're just like, you know, having fun. They're young. They don't know anything. And then there's the red couple. The red couple is like the fiery. Oops, something's happening. Oh, well, I don't know what's going on. There's some drama going on. There's in the some park. drama going on in the park. <laughs> we was having a peaceful time, and you know what? But we're all we're all here for it. Y'all getting yeah. shows. Just just, just let <laughs> bear with. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the couple. Bye, bye, girl. Oh no, she back. Okay. Anyway, uh, the couple in red. The couple in red is the 
passionate, sexy, sensual couple. So they represent, you know, this idea of like a fully like lustful it's like a lustful relationship you know like it's all about the body two bodies together you know and um it's constant like use of the eyes use of the hip um the couple they don't I think they're probably the most tactile couple when they dance together they're always like finding a way to like connect to each other yeah um that's what I like about the red couple and also the girl in red she is the tilt queen. So she does all the tilts. Not tilt queen. There's a part where she literally does a tilt. <laughs> she does a tilt and then she dips. She goes dip, dip. And then she holds it while these men like dance around her and she's supposed to hold it for so long. It feels like it has to be at least like two minutes. She's holding a tilt and then she just like bam, she whacks out of it into a split fall. Y'all need to go on YouTube. Yes, check it out. And look up (laughs) everything that we're talking about. Yes, it's available. Please educate yourself. Use your resources. It's beautiful. I was spending my money watching. Yeah, Yeah, so there's that couple. And the thing about um, doing all these tilts and these crazy lifts is Martha wanted angels to be about this idea of feeling off balance. You know, this idea of love kind of throwing you for a whirl. You know what I mean? And uh, then the couple in white represents steadfastness in love. So we're kind of like the older couple, the couple that's been together for 50 plus years. And, you know, it doesn't even matter necessarily that they wake up and talk to each other and do things and do all this. But there's just the, this innate connection that they've created for themselves over a long period of time. And their love has a bond that's so unbreakable that it's like, you know, it's impossible to penetrate. And also, the thing that I love about the couple in white is that it could possibly represent all three couples in different stages of life. So it could have started out as the yellow couple and moved into the red couple, and now it's at the white. So it's it's very... It's, it's like an all-encompassing role of love for me. I feel like there's so many. Real, I don't think every love or relationship is the same. They right. all go through their Changes. ups and downs. Exactly. But like how you said with the last couple, like yeah. the one that's been together for 15 plus years, like they've been through all of that. And now they yeah. know how to actually dance with each other. Yeah. Really, that's they metaphor know. of dancing yeah. with each other through life. And yeah. It looks easy, but it, it's mm-hmm. just like you learning how to be a good dancer and right. learning all these techniques. Right. It took technique and discipline yeah. and, and work, and now yeah. it just flows, so you can't even tell. You know? Exactly. They're totally in sync. Yes. So, like, when the man goes down into a hinge, the woman is with her with him in an arabesque ponche, and then they come up together. It's kind of like they're in, they're in a boat. Like, he's on the ground, and she's on his knees, and they're going down, up and down together. They're like, it's almost like the, the smoothness of a wave in the ocean. And then they embrace, and that's supposed to represent this idea of mother and child. So it's kind of like there are a lot of different images involved in the couple in white. Um, But I think the biggest thing is just like this idea of love in life, I think. Mother and child, you know, two lovers, you know, old, young, you know, yin and yang, sun and moon, the opposites that somehow come together in sync 
create one big love. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I see that. Yeah. And, you know, being a dancer, obviously you have your outside life. What is What are some things from your outside life and just being a dance that you kind of flip-flop with each other? What have you learned about yourself? So I did this, I did this interview with um, Psychology Today where I talk about how I tap into character roles. And I realized after talking to the journalists that it's almost imperative as a dancer, gram dancer, but a dancer, to have experiences in life, but also to have empathy for others, to understand something that's not necessarily pertaining to your life, but you can kind of go there, you can kind of fill, you can you can kind of put yourself in another person's shoes and understand what they might be going through. And uh, the thing for me, especially with a lot of these roles where I'm asked to kind of portray an, an older woman, I always think about what it must have been like for my ancestors, or even just for my grandmother, you know, just living life that's so, living a life that's so different from mine, and yet there's this idea of, of this, like, blood memory that kind of trickles down from generation to generation that's passed on through me, this innate sense of understanding of, of the struggles of life, or the, 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 the happiness that you have in life, where that comes from. Uh, and so, when I do a role like The Woman in White, I think about my grandmother who's been in a relationship with her husband for like 50 years. And I don't know what that's like, but I still have to put myself there, right? I look at someone in their eyes and I'm like, I've known you, I've seen you every day for 50 years. Like, you really have to go there. Um, and this idea of, like, you know, I love you, and we've been through a lot together, and it's not necessarily romantic love anymore. It's like, it's a, it's a bond. I don't know what that's like. But I have to take myself there. So, I mean, even just how I go through relationships in my day-to-day -day life, I have people that I know that I'll always love. I, all, I know that I have, like, those people in my life that, that mean so much to me that they'll be in my life forever. And even if we don't see each other every day, it's like that special bond. So I just think about that. I just think about ways to connect, ways to empathize, ways to understand. Um, and it also helps me understand life because it's like I'm my own person, but there are so many others out there that are going through different things. And you, get, you can take inspiration from all of that, you know? Everyone has such a different viewpoint on life, different background, you know, things that make them who they are, trauma, et cetera. Like, so many things that I can take from and, 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 and learn and try to, uh, try to repurpose through my dance or reimagine. What would you uh, give advice for, like someone this question, I was like, how much advice do you take from somebody else? Because uh, I know that you've been, you know, following your good intuition. Yeah, yeah. Do you have, like, someone that you can find in, like, for advice, or are you kind of more, like, on just going with your gut and your own knowledge because you know yourself? Like, for 
your perspective, how much advice do you take, especially when you're on a journey to somewhere uh-huh. else? Uh-huh. Well, you know, it's changing. It's changing because my intuition has gotten me very far in life, and I'm very, very blessed and lucky to have that. But now it's getting to that point where it's kind of like, okay, now what? You know, it's like, what's next? Because I've made it this far in my career, but now I want to start making different choices. You know, like, maybe I do want to go into Broadway. Maybe I want to get into the commercial realm. Maybe I want to just, like, try and integrate myself into the world of art through my dance as much as possible. But nobody's doing that that I know of. So it's like... Do I take that from myself or do I try and find those people that really can, that are doing the same things as I am, finding like-minded people, finding my tribe, you know, that's, that's very important to me right now, actually, to connect with others because at the end of the day, there could be some information in there that I get out of nowhere just from meeting someone, just from learning about their experience as an artist in the city, you know? Because for the longest time, you know, I've just been in this bubble of the concert dance world. But dance is more than concert dance. It's more than concert dance. So when I look, when I think about advice, so I've had mentors, people that I can go to when I think about this idea of transitioning, you know, like, should I leave? Like, should I stay? What should I do? Um, and I... I've taken their advice and I've I've put it in the toolbox, but I also realize at the end of the day it's up to me. Um, so it's just you know this idea of of making choices for myself, but asking for help when needed. I think that that's, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. Because um, I, I I know it's, it's when you're trying to like make the right decisions and then you know you're trying to get advice from other people and it may may come from a different place because they had a different journey. Right. There's no right or wrong. Uh, yeah, too. there. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there is no yeah. right or wrong because I'm in the same space right. too. Learning yeah. Like, okay, what are you taking? And how much do I listen to myself? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But how you stated that was so perfect. Um, knowing when to ask for support, help because I mean you can't do it alone. No. You know? <laughs> no, you cannot. There ain't no, no rules or a map to this yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, there isn't. But it's good to have people that you can lean on and 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 confide in at least because sometimes just talking it out helps you figure out what you want to do yeah. so that's yeah. true sometimes it's just people just need to vent. yeah um, my last thing is i always have like a word of affirmation that comes to me okay so when i was thinking about you on the way here i'll pick a word or a phrase and you tell me how it applies to your life right now okay and mine is inner radiance inner radiance so I have to. Like, how does it apply how to does that right now? Like, inner, how do you fulfill your inner radiance, or how are you doing that right now? Well, this just makes me want to take a sip of my wine. <laughs> that's how we connect, that's y'all, how we through connect. wine and dance. Yes. So let me just do this real quick because we was cutting up the floor this yeah, weekend. We were, woo! Y'all Talk missed about it. Cut a rug. Y'all missed it. <laughs> Ramonica, girl, you really, you set that floor on fire, girl. You set that floor. I was That's like. my calling, party dancing. Yes. Oh, me too. I'm going to bring out my fan. She brought out the fan, y'all. Y'all can't see the fan. I gotta, y'all, I got to go get a fan today because I am not in the mix. I need a fan. She's fanning herself right now. I wish I had a camera. To, you'll see the fan. We'll take a picture with her in the camera. So speaking of inner radiance, it just made me want to take a sip of my wine and get out my fan. So, inner radiance, yeah, well, that makes me think of just, like, owning your, 
light authentically and without any self-judgment. I think inner radiance is so easily blocked by our own selves. Y'all heard that? It's so crazy how much you can keep yourself from reaching your fullest potential because you put yourself in a dark or negative space. And you know, like for me, I know that I have so much to give to this world, but I can't block it, you know? And I think that's what it means to really embrace the light that you have inside of yourself, your inner radiance. I think that's... That's you, you so yes, you yeah. answered that perfectly, and that's what I saw in you, because, like, I know you're, how old are you? 26. She <laughs> is, like, full-grown, like, you can't tell her nothing. I don't think there's, like, an age to you, like. Well, yeah, it's true. I was, I was with a guy who's 20 years older than me, so there's different. You, I'm telling y'all, yeah. y'all can't tell, like, being yeah. in her presence is elegant, woman, beautiful, and her fashion is too. <laughs> on point. I can tell that's something you Yo, love, my nana too. got me this dress. Shout out to my nana. She hooked yes. me up with this outfit today. Beautiful outfit. Beautiful dress. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you just exude inner radiance. And I'm so glad that I chose that. Because um, that's going to inspire people, too. And so it's a lot. We always are working on the outside of us, but it's yeah. a lot of inner work yeah. that needs to be fulfilled. That will inform the outside. Yes. Yeah. To inspire, yeah. I just want everyone to have a light out there inside yeah, of them. Shine you know? your light. You know, everyone's not going to look the same. You don't have to look like this X, Y, and Z. Yeah, like, absolutely. You're inner, because you can see that on the outside. Yeah. I'm starting to learn that. Like, yeah, yeah. I totally can see that. Yeah. And I was like, there's something in her inner that's <laughs> like... Yo, what is that? <laughs> yo, we live right away. That's why I instinctually was like, I should do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I literally just met her and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Um, I guess my last question, even though I thought that was going to be the last, but it's not. Even though we already, I already asked you this off the air. Mm. Talking about your favorite wine, so y'all know. When y'all see Miss Leslie. What she is about. So yeah. What's your favorite wine? Okay, so I told Rebecca that my favorite wine is the Bordeaux. Bordeaux. The French red blend, darling. Yes. But I very recently, because I've been drinking Bordeaux for a long time, I've very recently gotten into the Chiantis, the Chianti Classico, yes. because it's spicier. It's very full-bodied, as they say. Full-bodied. Full-bodied. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I think right now Bordeaux and Chianti are my two go-tos. So if you want to have a drink with me, hit me up. Yes. Let's go get some Bordeaux or Chianti. Yes, yeah, have that wine on deck. Yeah, wine on deck. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Miss Leslie. Thank y'all, you so much. Y'all be on the last lookout for Miss Leslie. She is a gem. Okay, <laughs> she is a rare gem, full of love. And light. We need more people like you in the world. She's gorgeous, fashion. You you know, check her up. Check her out. I'm obviously going to be adding her, so you guys can follow her work and you know do some research. And if you're interested in contemporary and going through this um, pathway of dance, definitely you know do the research. Look her up. I don't know if you like people hitting you up or anything. Yeah, no. Let's let's connect. Let's connect. I told. I said I'm very interested in getting to know the world of art and dance more even more because i have my i have my group but i'm trying to branch out 
So collaboration, y'all. Yeah, just like yeah. we just did now. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. Um, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And please share. Please ask me questions, feedback. You know, I'm all for it. So peace, love, and blessings. Ciao. Inner radiance. Yes. Inner radiance. <laughs>